welcome to The Stoic Lawyer. My name is Kristen. And I'm Brian. Welcome back to The Stoic Lawyer. This week, we have another guest episode, which we uh, always really enjoy doing. Uh, Brian and I love it when it's not just the two of us uh, sitting here chatting. So we're very fortunate to have um, Alex, uh, another lawyer, uh, on the show today. So today, it's me, Brian, and Alex. Hi, everyone. Good to be here. Hello, everybody. Um, So the evolution of this episode was kind of interesting because... Alex was actually one of the lawyers we talked to when we first planned to launch the Stoic Lawyer, and um, he was actually a bit of a skeptic I uh, was, about true. the concept. I was. Um, what, well, yeah, let's, yeah, what tell made us you, a little more about yeah. that. What, what made well, you skeptical? What, what, what was your initial hesitation about all this? Well, so initially, you know, everyone here is a practicing lawyer, and I guess you know, at the time, now having learned a little bit more about stoicism, I'll say that I had an initial reaction, a negative reaction to the idea of, you know, Christian and Brian as practicing lawyers sort of being lowercase s stoic lawyers. That the sort of colloquial idea of what a stoic person is or does or how they behave is not something that you would necessarily want in a lawyer. So not enough passion, not showing enough uh, enthusiasm, maybe Zeal. For, for, exactly. for the cause. It's the, the, I mean, the notion of being a zealous advocate. I mean, that's in right. I mean, that's in a lot of the, the ethical canons, and depending on the state you're practicing in, and I mean, just sort of as a generality, is something that you, as a lawyer, have to, you know, have to embody and have to. You have to be a zealous advocate for your client. So despite Alex's initial hesitation, we, we charged forward um, into the unknown of podcast creation. And one of the things we tried to do early on, um, largely contributing uh, or largely as a result of um, Alex's influence, was to kind of address that in some episodes early on about the um, kind of colloquial thought of stoicism when you first bring it up. And we've talked several times in different episodes about it doesn't mean the absence of emotion. It doesn't mean um, kind of just grin and bear it, right? Like like kind of um, things like that. that just that's... taking it on the chin and, and smiling about it. And I think the way that the question sort of or, or idea that I posed to you was that, fine, do it, <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> but I, I just think that, you know, I mean, as a person who's still practicing law with clients um, – and prospective clients out there is to explain the notion of why it is that you would want a stoic lawyer. Well, and you made a great distinction right before we started recording today that it's not that you want a stoic lawyer, but now after listening to it and studying more and listening to me, you know, go on about it now for almost a year, you understand why you would want a lawyer who practices stoicism. Right. And sort of in in my mind, it's the lowercase s stoic and then the capital S Mm -hmm. Stoic or, or Stoicism. And the capital S Stoicism, you can now appreciate, could have benefits for an attorney. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. There's no question. Mm-hmm. So when we were planning today's episode, we started talking about different leaders and different people in pop culture who um, kind of exhibit the attributes or leadership styles 
um, of capital S Stoicism. Mm -hmm. And Brian came across um, an article that talked about a few, and then we've kind of just been sitting here kicking around. Yeah, right. And there are quite a few that seem to exhibit those traits, although there aren't that many that seems that um, there's evidence they have formally studied it so much. I mean, I think there's some passing references with some people and with, with a few exceptions. Um, so, you know, maybe they have or maybe they haven't, but I, I think there's something um, that we often identify among a lot of successful people that we could say those are stoic traits and those are, those are attributes that appear to um, have their roots in stoicism. Yeah, and, and the sort of, I think that uh, article that, or material that I forced you to send me <laughs> before I agreed <laughs> to be here, uh, so... That, that's me. Um, but one of the folks that they mentioned was Teddy Roosevelt, which I thought was very interesting. Um, and I know he actually worked with and kept some sort of, some of the more, I guess, uh, mainstay. Sort of foundational. Text. Like original texts. Doctrines of, of Stoicism. And I think yeah. that's a really good, um, and I, I thought that was interesting because everybody knows who Teddy Roosevelt is and what he did and his impact. Mm-hmm. on the country and sort of, um, leadership not, style. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, even though, you know, the rough riders and all of that, but I mean, yeah, it's my understanding. I think from, from, uh, history class way back when he grew up as a very, he was a very sickly kid mm-hmm. and had, had, you know, he, he, then he, you know, basically just, it was all about perseverance and overcoming obstacles, um, uh, which is, uh, certainly very stoic. So, you know, he's a good example. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, As we were talking about, though, Alex had a more modern day um, thought about a Stoic that I would say a lot of you um, have uh, watched and witnessed their leadership style. Uh, and I would note if you haven't, you should. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, I, I guess it's a, a fictional, a, a fictional leader, and I'll, I'll give him, I'll give him leader for sure because I, I definitely think he is uh, certainly a, a person that. I would love to be on his team. <laughs> uh, but um, Ted Lasso, which uh, one of my very favorite television shows probably ever made. Yeah, uh, easily. It's it's just so good. It's it's yeah. wonderful. Um, I mean, just from a... For those who a, haven't seen it, what's the basic premise? So basic premise is you have a uh, gentleman in, from Kansas. Uh, or is he... Is it St. Louis? He's maybe from... I think he's from... Um, he's from Kansas City. But which Kansas City? I don't know. I always get this mixed up, <laughs> but he's from he's from Kansas City. He's the, from the, the, the one with the barbecue sauce. Yes. Yeah, because that That's comes part, into yeah. play later. <laughs> um, but he is a football coach of like a lower division uh, a school, a, a college, and wins uh, their their national championship and goes viral because he was doing a crazy celebratory dance in the locker room and you know, oh, you know, across the pond, um, a woman uh, had gotten a soccer team, uh, I don't say inherited, but she got, she got in a divorce and hired Ted to come in uh, and coach the team, despite having zero uh, experience coaching soccer at all, well, ever. And her initial intent was nefarious. Right. I, I don't know if we should go too far, right? Too I many mean, spoilers. We don't, wanna, we don't want to spoil it for those who haven't seen it yet. Well, but. I think that piece of it, though, is important because... He doesn't know really initially that the entire deck is stacked against it him. It was a set. On purpose. Right. Yeah. Like the, but the viewer knows. And so I think that kind of... And you, and you, you learn it early on. Yeah. So kind of plays If you're going to watch it. it, we haven't ruined anything for you. This is episode one. Um, but 
but yeah, I mean. So he's basically he. It's against all odds. Yeah, he has an, an, he's impossible, set, he, an impossible task. The setup is for him to fail. I mean, that's the whole point. Um, but I mean, knowing that and then going in, it just. I don't want to say he never fails, but he really doesn't fail. Okay, well, and it's about pers- I think with for, from stoicism, a stoic perspective, failure. Right. It's about it's about how you handle the failure. Right? Is well, it a failure? Is it a learning opportunity? Right. I mean, or, yeah. it's how you define fail, mm-hmm. and sort of looking at things differently and understanding that in a particular situation, um, what is a win and what is a loss, mm-hmm. and that, certainly as lawyers. Who have had great cases, uh, you know, and not so great cases. <laughs> Sometimes a win is not necessarily a win. Sometimes a win is a loss that isn't quite as bad as it could have been, or perhaps should have been. And then, and then, even if it is a true loss, what do you do afterwards? Right. And then Ted Lasso is a good example. Right. Of how do you take the result and then make something positive out of it, whatever that is? Yeah. And, and how how is it that you do that? And certainly, as a yeah. maybe. You know, you're a person who leads a team, and how do you get others to sort of follow you in, in that, in that sort of down down that path, and then how do you inspire folks to sort of then get there on their own? I think the other thing that he displays, um, as far as the stoic, you know, kind of virtues and leadership qualities, is he doesn't try to control things he can't. Right, right. Right. Like yeah. that's, I mean, that's so central to capital S stoicism. Dichotomy of control. We right. About. Absolutely. And he, he really doesn't. He, he just goes out there every day, runs his practice, runs his locker room, runs his team the way he wants to do it, despite the and, negative. In his whole life. I mean, well, for sure. Right. Especially it's if not, you watch the show, there's a, there's a lot going on in every single silo of Ted's life. And actually, some of his personal life stuff, that principle is even more true. Agreed. He doesn't he doesn't try to control things he can't. He, but he wants to. He wants to, he but wants he doesn't. To. He didn't, and he, he pulls back and he doesn't. And he accepts circumstances as they come to him and then changes his behavior as a result. And I think yeah, well, that's kind of the ultimate story. Right. And I know we're having to be a little cryptic because we don't want to spoil too many too spoilers. Much. But yeah. I, I love the way that it, so many people in dealing with him are so perplexed by his attitude. Absolutely. And put it's, off. And right. It's, it's exactly, they don't like it because they don't get yeah, it. They don't. Um, and that's something you and I actually talked about last week, kind of more personally, right. About some situations as I'll say Brian and I so that we make it more general. Um, as some situations as they come up in your in your own life, whether it be work or, or family or whatever, if you adopt these principles and truly practice them, you're going to get some weird reactions. Sure. And in fact, sometimes it's hard to kind of press forward in it because it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. to, to, to a degree. As you're as you're trying to to learn it and instill it in yourself, I mean, I think yeah. with Ted, it may come just so naturally yeah. <laughs> as a fictitious character Perhaps that I don't I don't think point. he feels the awkwardness, but you see it as a viewer, right? I, I was I, asked recently by a colleague why I wasn't upset about something, right? And and that was sort of the and and my response. Well, I didn't want to get super philosophical, and I don't want you know be be preachy about <laughs> it because I'm a stoic man. I, That's what I, I, think. I think my answer was basically because I can't do anything about it. Yeah. Well, and, um, but but I, I think the quote unquote normal reaction would have been an outrage. There were yeah. other people that were outraged, and I just took it as well. It happened. I can't do anything about it. 
now what do we do? Moving on. Right, yeah. moving, on. moving on. And, you know, there are a lot of things that I've run into lately kind of with that same thing where people, that they want me to have a lot of opinions about things or, or, or just want to, to have opinions about decisions and input. And we've talked about the, um, the quote a lot. I think it's a direct quote, something, or may just be more of a concept, but the, um, you don't have to have an opinion about everything, mm-hmm. right? Now you, every, not everything needs a specific opinion or an input, and you don't have to generate that. Like, it's a, that's a lot of energy. Well, yeah, because I think, yeah, I think often our opinions are, are I guess, maybe the door to the outrage. Well, they're or, driven, or the, the, the opinions the, are driven by results we want that we can't control right, a lot yeah. of times, right? Like, which of these things do you want? Well, I want that thing, but mm-hmm. but if but if we have no control over whether that's what occurs, and that's and that's the back to where that's where Ted Lasso is the right. master. Yeah, right. And, and two, like the, the sort of hearing what you guys are, are are saying, there was a a lawyer I used to, thankfully used to work with, um, who would say all the time I, she wasn't necessarily they weren't practicing stoicism, <laughs> but. <laughs> Still, the, the, the phrase works, but um, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes good, bad, or ugly, it, it simply is what it is. And I, I think sort of the notion of being in court, you know, a, a, you object to something or move to keep something out and you're in trial and you got the ruling. And the ruling is what it is, folks, because <laughs> God forbid you try and do something about it and then, you know, your head well, gets so chopped enough, off. And, and if you're a good man, I strenuously object. Yeah, yeah. well, that doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah. Strenuously matter. you object, friend. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, and, and, and sort of in that vein, um, one of the things from Ted Lasso that sticks out to me a lot as a character in the show, Sam Obasanya, um, <laughs> who is, is new to... To the UK, new to England. Is this going to be the goldfish um, story? Yeah. It's, yes. It's tell, awesome. Tell the goldfish it's awesome. story. Tell, so I, I think that – was I don't remember if it was at an actual match. Or, was, it, was it not. practice? Was it practice maybe? Yeah, yeah, I think it was It was at practice. There's another player who is a bit, can, a bit cantankerous, a bit full of himself, Jamie, Jamie Tart. Jamie uh, Tart. Jamie Tart. We'll spare you our – It'll make sense later. We'll spare our lack of singing skills. You should all watch it if you don't already know. It's so great. Um, but something happens, and I, I'm fairly certain it involves Jamie and Sam Obasanya, a great character, just a, a gem, a gem of a person, um, starts to get frustrated and sort of downtrodden about something that happened. And Ted pulls him aside in the locker room and you know, gives him the advice that, you know, and the, sort of the little anecdote about, about goldfish that, um, that, you know, it's the happiest the, animal, right? It's the happiest animal. Yeah. And it, why? Well, because they, you know, have a very, very, very short, short memory. It was like seconds it's long. Like, it, it's a minute. Seconds, I, or, I mean, it's, it's, it's less than a minute. A, it's a minute or, a minute or, minute or, less. or seconds yeah. even. I mean, um, but <laughs> the what it boiled down to was this mantra, uh, or this, you know, like it, it became a mantra, but this moment between... Ted and Sam, where Ted just tells him, Sam, be a goldfish. Be a goldfish. And then that recurs throughout the show, yeah. right? But, I mean, and Sam's initial, like, we're talking about Sam's initial reaction is total like, confusion. Like, huh? like, yeah, just, this I, cannot sorry, be what? This cannot be real professional coaching. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I think everybody's reaction was that. that that's pretty wild. Um, but it makes sense when you know the perspective. Right. It's, it's move on. It has happened. Something has happened. Yeah. Something negative has happened. Um, don't dwell on you it. You can't. Move on to, to the next thing and... Absolutely, because then you just sort of get caught up in that spiral, and then you just start to focus on that and not focus on the things that 
you know, you might be able to, you know, have an impact on it in, in the future. I don't want to say control, but, you know, influence it, the outcome, I think perhaps. influence is a good way of putting it. Um, but that idea of, of be a goldfish, I think, is it's a, it's a good one. And I think it's important. You know, certainly, you, don't want to, you, you know, you learn lessons, for sure. You know, maybe not, don't forget what you learned, but forget the, the feeling that came alongside that hard learned lesson. Yes, which is one of the big um, I guess upsides of, of stoic philosophy being a, a practicing stoic would be the emotional regulation. The, the- right. That needs to be sort of taken out of the equation, take the sort of black and white lessons learned, apply them. Don't forget those, but forget how it made you feel mm-hmm. and, and press on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Ted Lasso is a great example. And um, of so many things, but I'm glad you made the, the, the connection to Stoicism because it is such a good fit. And it explains how he is able to deal with so many different kinds of diversity, too. All at one time. All at one time. Yeah. And still manage to... to Function. I mean, he's not always happy. He's not always content. Right. But he is still moving forward. There's progress yeah. being made. Well, and what's interesting, though, is the, sort of based on what you said just now, is that um, the notion of sort of all the adversity he faces and see, seemingly every facet of his life, um, it, early on, it seems like everybody's against him. I mean, with with little exception. That, that changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I promise it is one of the happiest shows ever made. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Yeah. Um, I smiled when you said Ted Lasso. Yeah, that was my first. It, my initial that's. Reaction. I mean, if, so. if folks know the show and you bring it up, I mean, I think that's sort of the that's the reaction or emotion. Universal, universal thought. Yeah, it, it truly is. I think just one of the happiest shows ever. And again, but again, it deals with incredibly heavy topics. It does, and you almost forget about it. Um, but you know, to, to Brian's point, that you know Ted is dealing with with difficult difficult things in life and his personal life and at, at work um but he does to me sort of always seem to be positive he's still maybe upbeat. not happy mm-hmm. but positive right. and i think that uh, you know an important aspect of the show is the notion of believe believing um they have a little you know a little sign in their locker room that says believe and i think that that i think that plays into it a lot that it's the his whole mindset is, and it, it, it plays into the notion of the goldfish and then believe, but it's forward looking. Mm-hmm. Right. It's don't dwell on what happened. Keep, keep, keep looking forward. Keep because believing. Because it's done. Whatever happened, happened. It, it, it and, and obst- right. And obstacles are opportunities. Right. You know, him coming to coach a sport, he doesn't know. I mean, he does not even know the rules. Again, that's episode one. I'm not really Yes, anything. no. Doesn't even know that the rules. calls the field the wrong I mean, thing. I think within the first... Right? <laughs> he doesn't even, right, doesn't know the terminology. Within the first this. five minutes, I mean, he's like learning sort of basic, basic terminology that I didn't know when I watched the show, right. but still, but right. now I know it. I mean, yeah. I've watched so much Ted Lasso, I could coach soccer. <laughs> you probably could. Not as well as Ted, but... The other character, just to mention him really briefly, that may even take it another step is um, his assistant coach. Yeah, Coach his, Beard. His Coach Beard. Um, some of um, my family members have actually joked that they think Brian is Coach Beard. I think that um, works. And I've so, heard so, that. so it's, it's really kind of funny because, you know, obviously Brian's a practicing Stoic. Um, and then Coach I, Beard. And I have a beard. And, and he does have a beard. And um, then Coach Beard is just 
the most unflappable. Um, he may be also lowercase stoic. It may be kind of yeah, both. I think it's well, a combination. And, and, and which Ted is not. Ted is Maybe. not lowercase stoic. But, but what? Yeah, but what Coach Beard? Um, I think the genius of his character in the writing is that when Coach Lasso mm-hmm. gets too far from his center, yeah, Coach Beard is there is to, pulls to, him back. to pull him back in and, and, and add that perspective. Yeah. No, that's um, right. And then, you know, you, you're like, oh, okay, that's... that's So, in a way, it's sort of like... Uh, this analogy doesn't work. Don't hold it against me. But it, in a way, it's almost like Coach Lasso, Ted Lasso, is carrying around... Marcus Aurelius or Epictetus <laughs> with him. It's like his yeah. tutor in a way. No, that's a good, that is a good analogy. You know, you know it's, it's like his tutor, but in a very um, I mean, heartfelt and Yeah, and in, a, in a formal, way. or in, an informal and also formal way, too, if you watch the show. I mean, mm-hmm. Beard pipes in with some, with some heaters every now and yeah. then. And yeah. It's like, whoa, okay, yeah. all right. I thought you were just a weirdo. But, <laughs> you know, you might be there's, onto something there. There's depth there that you wouldn't a lot of depth. initially identify. Yeah. So I think the... Um, the takeaway this week is go watch Ted Lasso. If nothing else. <laughs> or be a goldfish. Or yeah. be a goldfish. <laughs> be a goldfish. You know, yeah. I think it's a good one. That's yeah. right. So, Alex, have we turned you around a little bit? A little bit. You know, a little bit. I think so. I mean, again. Have you ordered any merchandise off the website? You know, you know, honestly, I'm you know pretty close with you guys, so and it's sort of <laughs> you're, you're waiting on the that I have to order it, but oh, okay. perhaps, okay. perhaps I can be persuaded. Well, we, we may point. have some stock that you can dip into. Okay, some, all right. Some, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I look forward to that. Some available yeah. merch. Thanks, I mean, for, it, it, thanks for joining us. I really do like the guest episodes because, one, it's, it freshens things up. I'm not saying I get tired of Kristen. He is saying that, not but saying it's okay. I do, not saying I don't. But, no comment. No but, comment. But, but, we be have, a goldfish, Kristen. Be, be a goldfish. We have, yeah, in 10 seconds, we forgot all about it. We have these conversations sometimes. But then we don't. We can't always record them and share them, and, and so it's yeah. nice to have these and, and be able to do that. And, and so I, I find them. Uh, yeah, no, ha- happy, helpful. happy to be here. Happy to be invited. All right, guys. We'll have a great week and be a goldfish. Yeah. <laughs>